Good morning. Okay, we're moving back to the Zman. Had a few technical delays and the like. So, Metzeshem, we will continue with the copy now. We're getting to the, hopefully, the depths of the possibilities of the Pshat in this difficult parsha. The front of your set is the Parish Ramban. <coughs> if you're listening online, and we saw last week the Ramban, who holds that the Pashup Shat and the Kiyam of this Neder, for lack of a better phrase, because the Neder wasn't Chal, and there's not supposed to be a Kiyam, the question is, was it Pashup Shat, or the fact that she's going to be in solitude, and being Mitzvah you'll call it, barring the short visitations, either four times a year for a day, or one time a year for four days, or some combination. Either way, the Ramban says the father has no right to mandate that for anyone, even his daughter. Nothing wrong, chinuchwa, with Hannah bringing the young Shmuel to the Mishkan to become the Talmud of Eli, the Gadladar, and become the Gadladar himself, the Naviyadar. One has nothing to do with the other. Part of the issue, the Mepharshim say, is that Yiftach thought as leader, he had the right to make a Herashah Cherem, which is what the Ramban really highlights, and he says there is such a power in a situation where you're punishing renegades, you're destroying the enemy, and you make a Shvur Neder to make sure you follow through, even though you're a very nice person, you're working on your Midis, you don't like killing anyone. And that's where it's Chal. He erroneously thought that it's Chal even on a neder, also said to be Mazaris and to generate Schusim and Mazaris himself. And he won, he was successful, he was incredibly successful, and he felt that he cannot look for any quote unquote kulas. The Ramban, well, everybody agrees, it wasn't a kula. And the big Pella, why didn't he go and ask a Shaila? So Farsham suggests either because based on this Ramban he didn't think there was a Shaila, because the Pasikochem or Sheikh Ramana Adam Yumas and that's the way it is. And he has to be brave about it and she has to be brave about it. Again, completely incorrect, but understanding within the mistake his godless in following through his focus is mysterious nefesh, even though over here it was a tragedy. It was coming from a good place. That doesn't mean it ended up in a good place. The other possibility is, in the back of his mind, he thought that if there really was a Shaila and there's Makam to be Matir, there's Neder, then the Gadol Adar Pinchas, the Gadol of many Deris, would contact me and come. I'm being maramis to what we're going to hopefully get into today what went wrong over there, where was the disconnect, but there was a disconnect, and Yiftach is thinking, number one, if there was a Shaila, and if he's wrong, then it's dangerous, <clears throat> either with the Pashup shot, with the fact that she's going to be sort of placed in this solitude, either way, dangerous, Shmir Saguf, Shmir Sanefesh, Pinchas would certainly say something. Pinchas, who didn't live next door, didn't even live in the district. I think, why didn't somebody pick up the phone? To understand, he didn't advertise this. Whatever was done was done relative secrecy. 
to put all these facts together in your mind. It's still hard to understand, but this will give us a mahalach. And Pinchas maybe heard some rumblings, maybe heard something, perhaps almost too little too late, but certainly wasn't being discussed in every town square, in every shul, in every mikveh. And whatever he heard, no doubt in his mind, he decided he's certainly not going to do that. Not without coming to ask a shayla. It's so out there that it's like, we're spending a few weeks explaining, and therefore it's not happening, which we're certainly okay with that. Svara, giving it 10 seconds of thought, he says, you know, somebody said that, that must be an exaggeration, it must not be true, and if it's true, certainly not a maskana, and he's going to ask, and he knows he doesn't know how to learn that well, and Yifta Bader Geshmul Bader might be that indeed he was a sheifet, and he was a tzaddik, and there was some sort of basin functioning, but something as serious as this, they would certainly come with a shayla. So each one's thinking, well, if it was a shayla, Pinchas would tell me. And Pinchas says, if it was a shayla, he would certainly ask, and he doesn't think it's true anyway, and it can't be much of a shayla. You can understand both positions. That's for the beginning of the Pashup shop. If you go a few layers deeper, which we're going to try to today, the deep recesses of the back of their, I can't say mine, the shama. Certainly on Pinchas' side, due to his incredible madrega, Yiftach was a Baal madrega and his sitkus and working on his midas. Remember, he's the one who left Machlekes and moved to Eretz Taiv. He's a person who worked on himself. He didn't become a shefet for nothing. So both are expected to dig very, very deep and understand that Achar if you were asked to explain, you, Yiftach, would say, if it was incorrect... He should have come here, and Pinchas would understand that there's a havmin of a havmin that this is real, this could be dangerous, psychologically or otherwise, and therefore be proactive just on the tzad. But after we explain the push-up shot, that's going to be very, very deep. And if there's a taina, we're going to see now the madrashim, there was a taina, kafi madrigasam. That's why I started with the Pashup Shat. The Tain is only Lefi Madrigasam. Pashup Shat, each one in 10 seconds can say, I didn't think this is a Havamina, ridiculous Havamina. And Yiftach will say, I didn't think there's anything wrong with the Havamina or the Maskana, and nobody said anything. But deep down, there was some aspect Lefi Madrigasam of some covet issue, a covet issue that is rooted firmly in Halacha, as we will try to show this week and next week. So it's complicated enough in life to dig down to figure out your real motives and real intents because it could be 99% L'Shema and L'Fi Madri you're expected to dig up that 1%. And then when you get to the 1%, the 1% is a halachic shayla of Mi Barosh. Mi Barosh is often just a covet issue, but not when it comes to Pinchas or Yiftach. So you understand how complicated anybody who could try to learn this in 20 minutes is doing a severe disjustice to himself, to Pinchas, to injustice to Pinchas and to the Chashivas and to Yiftach and to the Psukim. And it's 20, 20 days, not 20 minutes. So with that, now you know what we're looking for here. Go to page 3 in your handout after the Ramban and we will look at the two Midrashim before we look at the Rambam. Today and this uh, this year, and probably next week as well. 
Samaches in the Yalka Shemoni on Shaftim. There are copies here if you didn't get one. So it starts off, they're discussing Hilchis Nadarim and Hilchis Kachim. Was this Chal, was this Nedar Chal on any level? So there's a Machlekes, Rabbi Yechon Amish Lakish. Rabbi Yechon Amishim Malakish, Rabbi Yechon Amma Yiftach, Hektish Damim Hayachayev. It was Chal enough that it's Hektish Damim, like Echen, Echalai. It's Chal and his daughter for the value. Says, even that wasn't chal. Wasn't done right. No shaykhis whatsoever. Similar idea. I use the example of Erechen. Beishlokr says, whatever category you want to find, doesn't exist. It's not like, he didn't say Erecha, didn't say her Erecha, didn't say anything. And Erechen says that we try, once a firm person makes an ed, we try to fit in the Lashem, that it means something. So, that's the Machlekes, but there's no Shaila, there's no Shita. That it's anything more than your Muktish Lashem, or that there's a real carbon going on. That's why we're starting with this. It shows the extent of was any Chal in terms of writing a check. That's, uh, and even that's the Machlekes, Rabbi Yechanan, and Beish Lokish. Skip down two lines. So again, so, so again, they're not talking about Hektish? No, Erechen is Hektish. Same thing. Same thing. There's damim, there's erchen, there's chilukim within the sugya, but it doesn't make a difference over here because if we, if we pass like a biyachem, which normally we do, so then the, somebody should tell Yiftach, okay, here's the bill. Unfortunately, the conversation never happened, and that's what the Medrash is going to get into over here. And the point is a good point. The erchen, you, you, you do evaluate based on the person. Good, but the point was completely missed in the sugya by anybody on the ground because Lomi Bai, they didn't discuss this. There was something a lot more dangerous looming here that they didn't discuss, which is what the measure is going to get to right now. Vela Yasham, it's a question now, four lines down. Vela Yasham, Pinchas, Yatala is Nidra. Now, you don't need Pinchas, the Gadlodar. You don't need Pinchas, the Matar, and Eder. There are other qualified people. The Medrash is begging the obvious question. Even if everybody else missed it and they thought on some level, it was Chal, whichever Mahalach you take in Asugi, Mahalach 1 or Mahalach 2, we decided a couple weeks ago to refer to. So, Pinchas, as the Gadol Adar, and as a person with tremendous experience, not just the knowledge in the Sugya, it's a person who's not afraid to get things done, and not afraid to tell people, even despite their stature, what you have to do. That's Pinchas's Godless. He started up with a Nasi B'Yisrael before and got away with it. Almost didn't, almost got killed, but that was his godless. So I can't say, he didn't want to start up with Yiftach. Yiftach, according to Armahalach, didn't even realize there was a Shailah over here. And if he argues, you, if you need be, you put it in its place, and you say, this is the way it is, it's not there wasn't Chal, or it's Chal according to Rabbi Yechon, on some level, but not what you're thinking. So that's the Medrash asked. Ela Pinchas Amar... Here we jump straight into the depths and the recesses of the neshama. When you get rid of the 99.9% that he didn't really think Yiftach had a Havamin here, and he barely heard the rumors, and he couldn't believe the rumors were confirmed, there was that 1% that he was dining in his mind, that I'm not mechayiv to go to him. To go to him, again, doesn't mean knocking at his door down the block. It means getting on your horse or caravan and schlepping all the way to Avar Yarde and they're sending a message. It's a whole to-do 
And halachically, as we will see when we get to the Rambam, Pinchas was actually more correct. He wasn't mechuyiv slash maybe it's aser. Melech shemolchak kvodein kvodamolchom. Yiftoch wasn't a melech, he was a shefet. So we're going to deal with that when we get to his vantage point. Pinchas is the kind gadol, and believe it or not, when it comes to the runoff of Mibarish between a kind gadol and a melech, kind gadol more often than not wins. So it's a shayla. Well, if there is a shayla over here in this scenario, who's supposed to go to who to ask the shayla? And that's not standing on ceremony. That's what's the procedure. And we have a din of covet. Covet plays a role in two areas in Yiddishkeit. One is the Musr, never be makbid. And the other one is the Allah, we have to be makbid. I know that sounds like a steer. And most of the time the second one doesn't come up, so don't worry about it. But the Ramam in the Al-Chazaka is going to talk about based on, many say, based on this Maisa Navi, Hutaka goes to who? And that's important for the dinam of a king, because a king has to demand the covet, and there's only one person in the country where he's not being mechled as covet, he's supposed to go to the kind gadol. And that's going to be a scenario where he needs the kind gadol. And that scenario is the Urim Vatumim. This is not asking the Urim but it's similar. Asking a Shailah of the person who is holding the Urim is the expression, the Urim Vatumim of Klai Yisrael. That's very complicated. And we're explaining 99% Pinchas didn't think this would mean. And the 1%, if you want to talk about COVID, the halacha is actually going to be on his side. And there's still going to be a taina because the halacha is on your side. But if it's a shayla, somebody might get killed according to Ramban or somebody might be banished and living in South, then you have to take the next caravan out and go just in case. That's the 0.001% that's expected of Pinchas. That's a tall order. But he's Pinchas. What? Yes, but she went around. Again, we're, we're Americans and we live in the modern age, which seems to be regressing. So we can't figure, it's hard for us to imagine. It says, pick up the phone, send an email, send a text if you're really savvy. I won't go to the other possibilities, avenues of <laughs> send somebody, get there. We can't picture most people that lived in the shtetl, they never left their town. If they went 10 kilometers, that was a chiddish. They weren't sending messages to the other side of the world. Eretz Yisrael is not so big. From central Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yardim was a mahalach. It was mahalach. People did, but Pilchus wasn't there. Local, as in local, yeah, Eretz Yardim. Had she gone to central Eretz she would have gotten the right answer. That was part of the problem. The local people said, yeah, we're very brave. We don't back off. Our word is our word. And that's a tremendous mile most of the time. And said, look, uh, your father uh, said he, he wants to keep it. Uh, it's very uh, brave, very traumatic, very, but I made it either. Remember the backdrop over here. That's why you can't. This is one peric. This is not the only peric in Shaftim. We're in Nach. One peric. We're on hour number four. This is just the overview. Understand what transpires over here. Even though at the end of the day, it's still wrong. Parshas Nadarim was not mafursim by the Hamanam in terms of the Heterim. Nor should it be. In this case, it would have helped. It's not. It's all Parshish Nadarim and Masech Nadarim. It's all Teresh Peh. It's one of the things Chazal describe. It's, it's the Tali Ba'avir. The Pesukim talk about making the Dharm and keeping them. It talks about Hafaris, the Dharm of a husband, of a father. 
the father made it is not paid for the nether. Hataras Ladarm is very complicated. And it was not before them as an option. And the reason is simply they weren't interested in being Mepharsim, such a thing, because most of the time the option is you had a momentary surge of Hislavus for whatever you're doing, and I, that's it, I'm going to put my life together, I'm making a neder, we're going to learn tomorrow, and stop pressing no more cheesecake, and we're going to stop at the fifth piece of chicken, and we're going to, you're making the dorm, it's kind of a good place. And then an hour later he said, oh, I don't know if I can handle that. Can I be mad to this? So they didn't want the Amaratzim, the Hamanam, to be undoing the Dharma. is important. They got across the point, don't make the Dharma unless you're going to keep it. But they, they didn't want to be Mepharsim, and rightfully so. So they're talking about Batadinim, who are relative Amaratzim compared to the Sahajan Agadol and the Batadinim in Central Israel. So they say, look, uh, your father made an ed there. It's hard, very hard. This is uh, very painful. You make an ed, you keep it. It was wrong. But that's where they were coming from. So you put all this together and you don't forget any of the Madrash, any of the Chazals, any of the angles, you could begin to come up with a Havamin of how this transpired as it did. But you've got to remember all this information. Yes? Didn't the individuals in Kaiser and only learning like Shangos and Shruas and things like that throughout the year, the Torah said, Kaiser, like, they you're right. We discourage. It was not. That's the same exact shot. Uh, we discourage the whole thing, and when you do it, But if you do it, then be a man and keep it, unless you shouldn't be. In this case, that attitude from the regular person came from this Chazal Yes, both sides, correct. They, they didn't push making them in the first place because they're dangerous. And they pushed the severity of it because it's dangerous. And part of pushing the severity is not going around saying, yeah, we have Hataras Adharm and don't worry about it. If you make it, we just go to a Chacham the next day. That's not true and it's not a Mahalach. So yes, it's two sides of the same thing. Is that we didn't push the coolers because we're trying to have people be more careful about it, not treat it flippantly. That's correct. That's correct, yes. Uh, there's no reference to age. Pinchas is very old. I'm saying he's very old. <laughs> As I said, he's the Gondolador of many Deris. Sure, sure it does. He's not only the kind Gadol. He's not only the most respected person in Klai Yisrael now, he's the most respected person then, now, and everywhere in between. Yes, you're saying practically for him to travel is difficult. Also, it, it's just not Pekavadik. I want to put in one more fact I'm telling you to remember a lot as you read these Medrashim because you can have an Apikiris read this Medrash, although nowadays most Apikirisim don't spend time trying to figure out Medrashim. But if you have a what? They do. They do, okay, unfortunately. Okay, so, full of Kvirim. So this is all the Damash Atashiv. So you read this quickly and say, yeah, it's all about COVID, politics, it's not. If you just remember the first 15 minutes of the shir today, this is by the time you get to anything that has to do with anything human, you're at the point, oh, 1%, but it was demanded of Pinchas and Yiftach, and that's why they blame. Even though they had more than what to stand on, they weren't trying to stand on. They had Pinchas, one person, not about COVID, and Yiftach, to his massive credit, if he wanted to be worried about his COVID, he would have fought a war with his family from the get-go and not left town. And he left town because he didn't want to fight. That's his... 
calling card. We have to understand who we're dealing with. And Elamaisi was a shayfet. So, uh, one more important detail, very important detail, the Mepharshim suggests Pinchas did not agree. Remember, there were negotiations when they called Yiftach to be the general. There was a dearth of talent who wanted to volunteer to be generals. A dearth like no one. <laughs> they had a pending war, and they wake up, and there are a couple hundred thousand troops surrounding them in Eivar Yarden, and they meant business. And one second, and then they couldn't find, they asked again, they couldn't find the Zayn Tuvair in the search committee. And then they realized the only person capable of doing this with the Tzitkus, the Anivas, and the raw power on the ground is Yiftach. So they Wambavaza themselves, good people. And they schlepped all the way to Eretz Taiv, a real Bizayan, that was their Kapara. And they asked him, please, and he said, yeah, I'm not interested in really putting my life in the line and doing this for people who don't appreciate. He said that from a good place. He wanted to get it out of his system like, you threw me out, why are you calling me? And he's right. And they said, you're right. And this design is something that we deserve. And we're coming, crawling, asking, begging, uh, we need you. And some people would be vindictive and say no. He said, yes, I want to help out, but I'm going to be the leader, not the general. And they said, no, we just need a general. He said, well, I'm going to be the leader also. Why do you ask for that? So, he's not Moshe Rabbeinu. We know he's not Moshe Rabbeinu. Maybe he's not Pinchas either. Pinchas uh, saved Klaes all in his time. He didn't ask to be leader. He got B.C. Shalom, which is wonderful, but he didn't ask to be doing his job. He wasn't Pinchas. He wasn't Moshe Rabbeinu. Not everybody's Pinchas and Moshe Rabbeinu. But the reason he did it, if you'd asked him, he wasn't the person running after COVID. He ran away from Achleikis. He wanted to get the job done. If I'm just general, it's not going to work. I gotta run everything because otherwise people are not gonna have the covet. And there's something to that. And they understood that, and therefore they said after a couple of back and forths, okay. So I made him Shafit. Now the million dollar question. Was he Shafit on the area in Avra Yard then? Was he Shafit on Clyus Roll? Is that an explosive question? So you say Lamai Nafkamina. Well, the big nafkamina, who's Shafin? Now, you know, I keep mentioning, because the Gemara says it, Yifta Bader Kashmul Bader. Sounds like, well, I say he was Shafin over everybody, and he's in the line of the list. Which, at the end of the story, seems to be the case. You can imagine that people, again, in central Eretz Israel, who didn't really have much to do with the whole fight, even though the next parish that'll come and complain, why didn't you invite us? Because you want to help out. Also, it's going to start off coming from a good place and not end up in a very good place. But the war was being fought in Eivar Yarden, and the threat was over there. Had Mahmoud Aslan Ahmed won that war, it would have become a threat for the rest of Israel because it's not such a distance in between, but they weren't really involved. If you'd asked Pinchas, after Pinchas heard about the negotiations and what transpired, what would Pinchas' opinion be on whether Yiftach was shafed over all of the Yidden? I think very clearly, the first one pointed this out. Mishpazah Zav has on this and others. I think he would say he's not Shafit of all the Chai Yisrael. His level of learning is not where it should be for a Shafit. He's not a Shafit, very capable general, nice guy, big tzaddik, very Mesonephish. He's not the Shafit. So now take everything we said this morning and add that to the mix. See, if you talk about a Shaila, should the Melech go to the Kain Gadol, the Kain Gadol go to the Melech, even Lu Yitzur. The Shevet is a din of a melech in certain areas. Pinchos is saying, I'm still not going over there. I'm going to lend credence to the fact that people think he's a Shevet. And that's not good for Israel because he's an Amaretz, a relative Amaretz. A lot to be said for that. 
That's not his cover. That's a cover to Klai Yisrael. And Pinchas feels, I'm in charge. I've been here and running things for many, many generations, and I can't let this happen. And it was due to a lower madrega that it did happen. And therefore Pinchas said, I don't know, I hear rumors, the rumors sound ridiculous. I doubt that's the case, and if it is, he's certainly going to come ask me. He knows his place. He underestimated Sitkus and also underestimated his level of Amaratzis and what was going on there. And the 0.01%, if he was a king, he's supposed to come to the Kain Gadol, and he didn't think he should be king. You put all that together, you begin to understand why Pinchas, at hundreds of years old, didn't get on a donkey and start coming. You read this message quickly, you can't possibly even begin to understand. Ah, that's about cover. It's not about cover. You have to, like, we have to dig for 25 minutes, speaking quickly, even to understand, like, why wouldn't he come? The answer is, why would he come? And now back to Yiftach's head. He already had negotiations in his mind and in their mind. He is Shafit. And he doesn't think he's a Shayla. And he's very brave and very genuine. He's, I made an ad. I've got to keep my word. See, so understand how far apart everybody is. And you read it where we would read this prayer quickly and say, oh, well, horrible mistake. Everybody's standing in ceremony, she gets killed. The Medrash is going to say, it's a Loshim. But you have to understand the Medrash knows all these fakers and all the things going on in their head and still has the taina. Are there other was always weaker. Their areas, picture, I'm going to name these things, picture the United States of America, picture the world. You know, we have the luxury here of living in a place where the yeshiva's galore and learning and sure. And then there are places um, which didn't have that. And that's already as old as Megillah Esther said. Elam didn't have a lot of learning. And the, well, the the problem is the jury's still out. If you'd ask in the central part of Israel, what the Hadron really was, is he indeed Shafet or is he a very good, honest, capable general? That's part of the Shaila. So you can miss all of this. <laughs> After these details are extremely important, what was everybody thinking? And please remember this when we finally do read the Medrash. The Medrash is a scathing attack. Sounds like it's all about COVID. But that, that's not, that's after digging down to what was expected of great men like this, Avi. Yes. Okay, so let's go back to the Medrash. See already the seeds of this machlekes ani reish katsini yisrael. He didn't even say ani shefet. He said I'm the head of all the officers. Sounds like he's made the mixes over here. That even according to Pinchas is thinking bein din ladin of danar and lemaisa it didn't happen and she was lost, lost either literally, figuratively, whichever mahalach. You take. Skip down about ten lines to the next bracket. Yifta Chagiladi Nada Daver Shalekahagin Lalas Bita Agabi Mazbeh. To add to the complication, there are a lot of Kitrugim Rahmalaslan going on over here, which is why it happened despite his good intentions, because they were missing Skusim. And part of it was I've been putting some of the blame on the area of Avar Yardain, the lack of learning. I read one Pasuk into the next parak. We will eventually, Mitzvah Hashem, do the next parak. But the reason I read one Pasuk is because that first Pasuk says that the Anshe Ephraim got together and started with accusations and ultimately started a war and got themselves all killed by Yiftach and his men. And they came and they started complaining. You didn't invite us. Not the first time this happened. 
you didn't invite us and uh, we want to help out and we know Yevra Yardin but because Yevra Yardin we want to help out to show we're all together and they meant it on some level the problem is you want to show Achtus it's a little strange at the end of the day to show Achtus by screaming and yelling and starting a civil war so they came, I'm picturing what's going on here. They came because they wanted to show Achtas and they insulted, why don't you invite us? We want to join you. So again, dig deep down to the recesses of the thing. And here you don't have to dig as deep because this wasn't Pinchas and Yiftach. This was the Hamanah, but still it was Ephraim. And Ephraim considered themselves the leaders. So deep down it was, why don't you invite us? We have the leadership role of the Shvatim and therefore we have to be consulted. What they said was, why don't you invite us? We would have been happy to come fight. Both were true. But the war was over, Yiftach won already. So you want to make a slight machah. Do me a favor, next time here's my number, call me, I'd be happy to come. Fine. You want to start screaming and yelling. The people they were talking to, Yiftach's men, were quite frazzled. They just won a tremendous victory, but it, was, it wasn't easy. And all of a sudden they come back, they fought it alone, and then you got a whole fresh battalion coming. Oh, why didn't you fight us? Where were you? And they're combative. And Yiftuch Lishitasa holds he's a full shayfid. He's going to treat them as a married Ramachis. I don't have to describe to you now what that's going to translate into. But it's not going to be pretty at all. And as a shayfid, Lamaisi was a shayfid, um, he might not be wrong. The question is, the measure she has to give us the background. How did this happen? Where the lack of siyatishmaya come from? So listen to a medrash. Niskapsalav Anshay Ephraim Lassis Imam Mariva Gedela. So Anshay Ephraim came, they're making, not a stama fight, a big fight. Pinchas, I'm his magic is about the Taina, what Pinchas could have done on his Madrega. So Pinchas should have told them, now this already is happening in central Eretz Yisrael. Pinchas had more of a Shaykhaz, this is Bnei Ephraim. He's living more in the area. And he should have given Bnei Ephraim Musr, heavy Musr. Pinchas, is Nidra Labasem. He says, I don't understand you guys. You're up in arms. You want to be up in arms about something. That's why I read that one Pusik. That next parak is not a separate parasha. It's concurrent. She went around asking the local about the din and didn't really get anywhere. But she asked for two years. She came back and asked for two years. Now, I have a suspicion. Remember, we have two very different tracks. We have the Ramban, though she does that she was actually put as a carbon. We have almost everybody on the daf that says that she did not. I think it's quite possible that uh, Havamina was the Pashat in Eder. When there was some pushback, Yiftach at her and the local Badadinim decided, you know what, this is like the same Kiyam of the Neder. You're living in solitude. It's like you're gone. That's quite a possibility that that was their Pshara within. And both Pshatim are true. That was the Havamina. But sending her out there was like Shvichas Damim, the way the Medjish is going to describe it. I think that might be a possibility. But when I get to that second Medjish, you'll remember that. And within all this, she asked for two years. So this battle that's about to take place in Ephraim and Yiftach's men takes place right after the battle. That's well within the two years. So they're really lacking Siat because now there are rumors still flying around the street. Yiftach was smart enough to keep this, try to keep it quiet. And people already know there's something going on about some funny-sounding neder, and nobody steps up to the plate to the matter. So Pinchas tells Shevet Ephraim, you're coming to fight about something. Why don't you fight about this? There's a young lady being banished or worse, and you're not doing anything about it. Which is a pella. The same medrash that the Taina and Pinchas, why did he go, has a Taina in him. He didn't even have to go. There are people combative about doing things right, what they thought was right, and they're complaining about not being invited to the war in the name of Achtus. 
and having uh, unity to have uh, Klaiso fight together and help each other. Maybe that's a taina, maybe that's not. Bring up the first taina. There's a young lady over here who might be in trouble. Why don't you give a muster about that? So I have a taina Pinchas. I'm not telling Shevet Ephraim that even if Lui Yitzur, Yiftuk wouldn't listen to Pinchas, I'm, I'm the Shevet, you're the Kain Gadol, I'll take your opinion, do consideration, we're not listening, but Shevet Ephraim, he'll listen to L'chaira, even though he's going to beat them up also. So Pinchas, the Major Stone, had another option on how to get this message across, and it wasn't used. And he didn't give him this mussar. So Pinchas didn't say anything to Bnei Ephraim. And he didn't go himself. As we explained throughout most of today, there were 50 good reasons for not doing it. And unlike what has gotten exponentially worse in the last five years, are we used to hearing everything in real time which is causing havoc in Bitlatera and Bilbal Adas. So we used to, what's the problem? When somebody sneezes in Bangladesh, I hear about it with 15 comments, some negative, some positive. Corona related, not Corona, everybody's commenting. What shaykhs do we have to Bangladesh? You can ask me, where's Bangladesh? Nobody, there's no mass communication over here. There was a battalion of Shevet Ephraim that went, how's Pinchas supposed to know about that? They didn't ask Pinchas whether they should go and start a fight. So the answer is yes, that's true, and they didn't ask Pinchas, but there was enough rumbling that Pinchas should have realized what was going on and maybe used them as the vehicle. Yeshev al Kisei Shefet Tzedek, that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yeshma Gadam Avarech Li'elam Al Almei Alamim. Say the name of Hashem, Yivar Bracha. Acha Shesam Zeh Nafsha Bakapai. This Medrash has to be chazed. It's such a, there's so much in here. First, we. Compliment Pinchas. Because Baruch Hu is talking. After Pinchas is such an Adam Gadol, the hero of Klai Yisrael. And he is watching all this. And so much can be done. And he sees Yiftach as a tzaddik. This is a compliment. Sam Zen Nafsha Bekapai. Yiftach put his life on the line. And he went out against many, many overwhelming odds and won a battle, which he did to his credit. And now Pinchas should have heard there's rumblings that Ephraim's coming with Tainas? After Pinchas is heard about it and didn't have it, and is watching a lot of people go and scream and yell, and it should have been some reverb back to his house. He wasn't there, but he should have heard about it. And he should have given them Musr, and yet no one's saying anything. Shevet Ephraim is screaming at Yiftuch, and it's not the time, not the place, it's out of line. Again, you want to say it nicely, send a letter next time as a battle, please call us, okay? They didn't do that. Came very combative. And Yiftuch just saved Klai Yisrael, a little respect. What will happen in the parak we didn't read yet is before the dust settles, 42,000 people from B'nai Ephraim alone. Shows you how numerous Klai Yisrael was at that point. Despite the threats from Ammon, Klai Yisrael, the brochus that were promised for Klai Yisrael's growth and strength were being Mekuyim. 42,000 people had time to fight a war and register this complaint in Avar Yardin, and they were stuck in Avar Yardin, and Yiftach looks at all of them as a Merba Malchus, and Yiftach is strong enough to kill 42,000. Ephraim had the strongest army on paper. 42,000. Why did this happen? This is almost more horrific than the personal tragedy over here, not uh, putting that down to size. Why did it happen? The answer is because when 
Pinchas and Giftach are not doing exactly what they're supposed to do, and this is happening on the side. It's not on the side, and we look at it as the tragedy unfolding, and therefore it's not, there's no Siat Tashmaya. But understand, they lost Siat Tashmaya for not doing something that took us 40 minutes to figure out what are they doing wrong. That's Medrash number one. Just another two minutes. I want to show you the next beginning of the next Medrash. Go to page four. As I'm saying, despite all the understanding of why this happened, is enough blame to go around in both directions. You'll see from the next Medrash, on his Madrega, it could have been done better. Take a look at Hay in this Medrash Tanchuma, Parshas Bichu Kesai. So this Medrash, not surprisingly, is going on the Inyanim of Nadarim and Erchim, Nedeb Ercha, Nefasha, Zesham, Akasav, Preet Sadik, Eitz Chaim, Lokech, Nefasha, Schacham, Pasuk and Mishle. Him Adam Tzadik, Afa Pi Shu Tzadik, which Sitkus is Gavaldik, but it's got to go together with learning. Learning enough. According to the person of Madrega, if it doesn't become the Gadladar, but at least learn enough to know when you have a Shaila staring you in the face. That's also a Madrega. Then you'll know what to ask. There's a level of Amaratzis, you don't even realize it's a Shaila. That's what happened over here. So even though he's a Tzadik, it's not going to be good in the end. Ella pre Tzadik, Eitz Chaim. Eitz Chaim was the first Teira, Zutera. Shemitesha, who bent Teira. Who made the gifts should be Hech Lokech Nefashis. So then, if you're dealing with Sakanas Nefashis, this young lady, either Sakanas Nefashis Mamish or mental well being, which could lead to danger, Shenamar Lokech Nefashis Chacham, Shem Yider Laarach Nefashis, Who made Menatera Hech So if you talk about people, then learn the dinim of Echalai, people do play a role in Eder. Shots up the value of that person. You could talk about people. You could talk about these values, but it doesn't mean to take them and bring them as a carbon. It doesn't mean to take them and send them away somewhere. And if you read the parsha, again, the Nadarim is not, even the Erechon is not spelled out clearly. You always need Tarsh Balpeh. So either know what you know and Paschal and correctly, or know what you don't know and know that you don't know the dinim and ask. Neither of which was done over here. So then, Unfortunately, the classic example of what went wrong in this parsha of Nadarm and Erchin is Yiftach. So you pointed out the Medrash and that Medrash is talking about what Pinchas could have done. Here, this Medrash starts off in the the fact that Yiftach meant well was a big tzaddik was not a ben in terms probably knew how to learn better than a lot of other people compared to what a shayfi is supposed to be which is why Pinchas didn't have, one of the reasons he didn't have a havamin of going because he held he wasn't a shayfi good general he was Amasai top line Bishosh anilchem in b'nei amen v'nada b'yisashosh and amar v'yidu yiftach neder v'gaymer v'yetzi v'hayel Hashem v'lisu o'ilah when he made the neder already, there was a taina. He 
He said, would even Yiftach have a Havamina had it been a Kelov or a Chazir or a Gomel to bring us a carbon? Of course not. So the Bitoi is the same lack of Havamina. Unfortunately, he didn't see it that way. And Hashem was Mazmin, his daughter. Why? I'll leave you with this question. Why is it that he didn't have Siat Tashmaya? A gomo can come out of the house. Chazir is a shayla. Why would it have a chazir? That's a good shayla. A cow can come out. That would have been the best case scenario. Or a calf, A's, or his daughter. He didn't have Siat Tashmaya. And the Medjah is giving you the first insight. There was Kasa already from the time of Nedah. That's a reckless thing to say. A lot of things can come out of the house. The question I'll leave you with, what? Russian roulette, but there were two famous Sadiqim who made a similar deal, Kaviyacha with Akash Baruch Hu, and that tremendous Siat Deshmayev. They said something pretty open-ended. The first person to come, she's going to be the wife for Adani Yitzchak. And Baruch Hashem, who was Rivka, could have been a Mamzeris, could have been who knows what. And he had Siat Deshmayev. No, one other example also, Big Sadiq has Siat Deshmayev. Shol. Shaul says, he's got to get a headache from Goliath. He says, guys, I have 40 days. Nobody wanted to fight, understandably. He says, whoever fights, hopefully wins and survives, can marry the princess. That's a pretty open-ended offer. It's a good thing he was Dovin Melech. Could have been a guy without Yichus, which, by the way, Shaul afterwards was claiming Nebuch. It was a guy without Yichus, but that's a separate problem. No, that was uh, that was slightly better. He did it, but yeah, that and that was uh, all three. By the way, it's not the way to go. Why is it that they had siyat shmaya and Yiftach didn't? I'll let you think about that during the week, and we'll. That's why that story is not being contrasted here. Here, it was 